Hello, mamas. Much like there's a giant fungal wart on my big toe that is uh, extremely impossible to defeat, there is an infection that is plaguing this place that we call home and we love so much to watch videos on. And this isn't something, it's actually someone. It's a YouTuber named SS Sniperwolf. Uh, she's been around since the dawn of time, uh, longer than rocks have been on this planet, it seems. Um, and in that time has been in a, a vast array of controversies and very like unique and diverse controversies. Okay, She's kind of like the Thanos of doing shit that is annoying, um, collecting like infinity stones of stealing people's content or doxing people or all sorts of different things. Um, and I don't really like to do like personal content cops on like YouTubers. I like to, you know, keep it light on the drama mama podcast and speak to broader issues. But um, she has created an issue and is kind of the figurehead of an issue that is so prominent that I want to talk about. Um, and we'll get into it right after this quick break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, as a sniper wolf in her form that it is now is literally the lowest form of content. And I'm not coming here from a place of absolute art being made on this website. I am not uploading spectacular. I am shit posting till the day I die on youtube.com. Um, so, you know, like, I'm not the best critique for what sh what is good and what is bad content. But, you know, I can fucking say it. Essa Sniperwolf doesn't make bad content, actually. Um, she doesn't make content at all. She steals content. If you've ever watched an Essa Sniperwolf video uh, recently or in the past, like, four years, it is literally her sitting there and just watching TikToks basically having no input at all to say or straight up not even being in the reaction. She has evolved to a point where um, some of her videos um, are literally just plain TikToks with no credit given to the person that made the video and not even given a chuckle, given a giggle, not, not to, to make it fair use, none of that. No, 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 no. Literally just straight up uploading stolen videos. But that's not how SS Sniper Wolf always used to be. 
is the crazy thing. My, you know, everyone on YouTube that's been around for a minute like has evolved in some shape or form. And a lot of the time it's in really cool ways. You see like Filthy Frank who was just running around saying slurs to becoming Joji, the one of the most prominent like musical artists of our generation. It's really crazy to see that, but sometimes um, content creators take a turn for the worse. Mine will be coming soon. Give me a few more years. I'm still a baby in the grand scheme of things. Just you wait until... Uh, just you wait until my conspiracy theories pop up. Then it's going to be a dark day for the Ben of the Week mamas. But as I was saying, um, YouTubers sometimes take a dark turn. Um, they start whether it be like as a person like it just gets revealed they're like actually evil and villains or uh their content takes a turn for the worst and they start doing horrible things what what comes to mind is like that quebble cop guy i think he was like a gaming youtuber before and now he's just straight up uh like saying i am creating myself with ai and all my videos will be made by ai and it's like okay just let the let the AI robots just drop a fucking nuke on all of humanity at this point. Like, it's over. Quebblecop went AI. It's over. But um, Essa Sniperwolf began very, like, differently from what she posts now, which always, like, really surprises and confuddles me because it's really crazy. She started off um, by being, like, a COD gamer, like Call of Duty, and I watched her videos religiously. This is one of the reasons why I'm, like talking about this on the podcast in the first place. I was a humongous SS Sniperwolf fan when I was like 13, I want to say 13 or 14. Um, I had such a parasocial friendship with her. Uh, I remember this one time she tweeted that she bought like Hickory Farms uh, cheese and meat plates as a snack and I went out to the mall and I bought one for myself and I tweeted her a picture. I was like, mm, I love these too. They are so good. And she replied to my tweet and I fucking lost it. It was like, SS Sniper Wolf knows who I am. I was a stan. I would come home like every day from school and watch like her Call of Duty videos. And to give you like kind of a, to paint the picture of what she was making, like she was fucking incredible. Like it was like so like she would be getting like a hundred kills per like team deathmatch game, which is fucking unheard of, uh, or maybe 50, 150. I can't remember. Um, and, and all the while, like having like a fun personality and like telling like fun stories. It, it was my first kind of experience being like super invested in a YouTuber and not only just the content they were making, but like their whole life, not saying that I was a stalker or something, but um, and you know, I would say that like part of that, like probably inspired me to start YouTube or, or just like take it more seriously. I was like, she was one of the first people to like make a good job out of it, I guess. And so it was very inspiring to see her and to see what she has become now is so depressing and disheartening. And I'm not saying that Call of Duty uh, gameplay story time videos are, like, fucking peak cinema. I'm not saying, like, get out your letterbox app and, like, rate that baby five out of five. Like, very much not the case. But even just the bare minimum that was that content has been fully annihilated in the name of f entire marketability to the masses, which is, like, 
what is the, if you think about it, what is the type of content that is the most accessible to everyone that you could like show to like a random fucking eight year old with an iPad and they'd probably enjoy or like a 60 year old mom that just clocked out of work um, or just like dropped her kids off at soccer practice and opens her iPad too and watches all the same. It is reaction content to already popular TikToks. That shit is foolproof. It is literally foolproof because you're reacting to TikTok videos that are guaranteed to entertain because they have like millions of likes, bada bing, bada boom. And then you are gaining all the money from it because people, they don't really give a fuck about you. Like, let's be so real. There's no, there's maybe, I'd say four people on this planet that are actual like Sniper Wolf fans that are like, woo! Another Sniper Wolf reaction tiktok compilation Woo! like are y'all real are the four people out there are you re all real or they're simps I, I i can't figure out figure it out but um nevertheless she is making a buttload of money from this and it is probably one of the most unethical things i've seen on youtube like to truly just steal content for a living and make money from it is so crazy and what i'm getting into is literally just one of the infinity stones on the infinity gauntlet gauntlet that ss sniper wolf has for her crimes <laughs> um, but it's the most important because there was a youtuber named Jax films he has been like a whistleblower. Let's say he's the Edward Snowden of this SS Sniper Wolf situation. And has been talking about it for a minute. Like he's been, he literally started a whole second channel uh, called like JJ Jacks Films or something where it's like a parody of what SS Sniper Wolf does. But he is watching her videos and basically just calling her out for her bullshit. Like saying like, oh, she didn't even show her face while she played this video. Oh, she didn't credit this creator. Um, very noble stuff. And what happened over the weekend, or what fucking day is it? Oh, Saturday. What happened in some p uh, part of the past expanse of time that I have no uh, recollection of is she had enough, I guess. Buenos dias world from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Went, And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for season three of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. SS Sniper Wolf was receiving a lot of hate, um, rightfully so, from people. I will, oh, let's not say it hate, rightfully so. I'll say criticism and people wanting her to address her uh, crimes, let's call it. Because stealing content is a fucking crime. It's theft. Um, but basically people wanting her day of reckoning. And I guess she had had enough. So what does she do? What does little SS Sniper Wolf do? She pulls up to this man's house, this Jack's Films. She pulls up to his house, takes a picture of his house, and puts it on her Instagram story and says some, like, corny shit like, Oh, now you're all talk, buddy. Which, by the way, just as a side note, is the dumbest fucking thing. Like, whenever 
It's always and it's always with influencers that say this. Like whenever two people are beefing, they're like, "Oh yeah, you have my fucking address. Well, how about you pull up?" <laughs> like I won't. If I ever got in a beef with someone and they fucking said that to me, I won't pull up. You'd fucking square me away. But that has nothing to do with the matter at hand. Just because you can go pop pop one two one two, I don't give a fuck. You're still corny, bitch. So, anyways, um. S.S. Sniper Wolf pulled up to this man's house. He has a wife. I don't think he has any kids. I was just trying to, like, sauce it up and, like, make it dramatic. He had a wife and kids, and she pulled up. Um, still scary, though. Uh, fucking straight up doxes them. And, obviously, he was very upset. He made a video um, basically calling for her to be deplatformed. Um, I stand behind it. He's got my vote. Jax Films 2024, baby. Um, but this was like the first kind of moment that I've seen like SS Sniper Wolf, I guess, like have a, a real day of reckoning because for a long time she's got away, she's gotten away with like a lot of the shit that she does. Like, for example, there's, there's a whole scandal about her faking gameplay, um, which I saw this like really good video essay. It was like, mm, like an maybe an hour uh, about like just compiling every every crazy thing that she's done um and there's been a lot but like i think the most egregious and the most heinous one is what we're talking about right now between stealing content and doxing someone that's pretty fucking bad at, at that point i don't really care if you faked call of duty gameplay like how about let's just not dox people but it's eh. Those are, like, the immediate issues for me, personally. But it also is just upsetting from a former fan point of view to see someone who had, like, such a personality online. Keep in mind, these are all people online. I'm just a person online. Um, we don't know truly what everyone is like. You don't. You can't see the giant tramp stamp that I have of Donald Trump on my lower back. Um, because we just don't know each other like that, but, <laughs> but I would have at least expected her to not become this because I'm not, I don't think she definitely didn't pioneer the react genre that's been around for a minute, but I think she is a pioneer in this, in the sense that she has shown people that you can be so lazy in making content and literally become a bajillionaire off of it and have like a mansion in the hills and all of that. I think that sets a very rough precedent for content creation in general. And it's really disheartening to see because, you know, there, there are people that genuinely pour their heart and soul. I mean, I think most creators do that. I pour my heart and soul into everything that I make. But there's people that are pouring their heart and soul and immense fucking talent. There's like animators. There's um, incredible creators that just end up getting their videos stolen. I'm not I'm not saying that I ever got my video stolen by SS Sniper Wolf. I'm just saying like if you're creating content online, a lot of the time, most of the time, it's coming from a place of deep passion. And typically... SS Sniper Wolf is going to be the bigger creator in a situation of content theft. It's not like she's like 
like watching a uh, fucking squid game on her YouTube channel to react to. No, like she is benefiting off of these people who are getting their content stolen. And we'll get into why, like the bigger problems with the react genre right after this quick break. So, you might think like, say you make a TikTok, a little funny jokey TikTok, um, and a YouTuber puts it in their video, like, that that's a good thing, or that it could have a positive effect. When in reality, it most of the time doesn't. And this is something that I will admit, like, until this, like, SS Sniper Wolf thing happened, and, like, we started taking a critical look at, like, what is fair use. Um, also, with, like, the XQC situation, he's, like, a streamer that would, like, literally just play YouTube videos and, like, leave with the stream running. Um, it's theft. It's content theft. And there's ethical ways to do it. And what I used to do, like, when I would... I, I Occasionally, I'll do, like, you laugh, you lose type videos. And sometimes I would, like, literally run the TikToks that I was going to like react to through a, um, an app that would like remove the watermark. And that wasn't like so much to like cut out the credit. I think it's very annoying that like when you export a TikTok, it has like the TikTok logo and the person's at, um, like I wish you could just get rid of the TikTok logo, but I've definitely done it in the past. And I think a lot of people have done that too. Not saying that's just like justify like me doing that. But, um, I've fully like made videos reacting and not giving credit. And like a lot of the time, a lot of the videos that I'll react to in like my you laugh, you loses are like just random videos like went viral that like you like probably couldn't even get to the bottom of like who to credit because it's like a video of like someone's grandma, like spitting her dentures out or something. You're like, haha, LOL. But am I going to credit her grandma? Um, going forward, anytime I do any sort of like reaction thing like that, I want to credit um, and we'll try my best to credit whoever is like making the TikTok. But um, to the extent that SS Sniper Wolf is, where it suddenly becomes all of your content, it is all that you do. All you do is react or lack thereof. Like literally just sit there and describe what happened at the most and at the least, literally just re uploading the video without credit. So. When this happens, like, for example, there was this uh, this guy that made this big, long YouTube video um, about the JFK assassination. Frick, I can't remember his name now. That's going to bug me. Um, he, yeah, guys, this podcast comes right off the dome because we're real here and we don't script anything. Um, but anyways, XQC, re like, reacted to, watched this documentary or this big, long video essay on his stream. Um and the original creator said that there was like basically no boost in views like at all in the video like people didn't go and like look up the creator afterwards because they had just seen the whole thing on XQC's stream so they're like if you think that people are like benefiting by being in an SS sniper wolf video you're not and <laughs> What's so crazy is like I've like experienced the other side of this too. Like back when I pretty much just did TikTok, some of my videos would get like <coughs> reposted here and there. Um, and a lot of the time, like to the detriment of myself, 
um, I would say yes. Like, accounts that have the most toxic or, like, brain-dead fucking audience bases, like, Unilad, like, those kind of, like, Instagram meme accounts, but, like, not good ones. Like, not, like, you're on a downward spiral. I'm talking, like, the fucking ones that are, like, basically, like, Facebook content that are appealing to, like, people that have three apps on their phone, and it's, like, Facebook, Instagram, and their call app. Like, my videos would get uploaded to there, and I would, I never receive, like, hate online or, like, even that much, like, negativity in general, um, but when these videos hit there, this shit was not pretty. This shit was not pretty. Um, so I've experienced, like, other people reposting my content, and there, they, there have been some cases where it's, like, help. Like, for example, oh, fuck, oh, my fucking god. In my, like, borderline thirst trap era in, like, 2019 when I was, like, just starting. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And I was, like, just hitting record and freaking the fuck out and then posting it. And I had no identity. And I was just throwing shit online and seeing what sticked. Um, I would, like, like, I sometimes would, like, post, like, a lip sync TikTok or something. I would post a lip sync TikTok like a fucking thirst trap. And I had, like, my shoulders out or something. Like a little heathen. And, like, a, like, oh, my God. I remember there's this, like, Instagram account, and it was, like, Pinterest boys or some bullshit. <laughs> and I got uploaded there, but they tagged me, and then, um, like, I got, like, followers from that. And I think that is a very rare case. Now, mind you, they probably all unfollowed because um, I... I'm like staring into the camera realizing how fucking busted I look. I don't even look like that anymore. I look crazy now. I look like I eat Duracell batteries for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But um, they also probably unfollowed because they don't really post thirst traps anymore. Like once a year. It's like a once in a blue moon when I don't hate my body for three minutes. I'm like, let's get fucking crazy, mamas. Um, so overall, I think SO Sniper Wolf is just creating like a net negative for the internet. Um, I think she is truly someone that is not offering anything of quality or morals onto the internet. I think 95% of her audience is probably absolutely passive viewers that like probably wouldn't even be able to search up her channel name, but they just watch her videos because A, her thumbnails are like very like clickbait. It's like, Man finds bugs under his skin. <laughs> um, and they're they're just very accessible. It's like if you are brain dead and bored as fuck, chances are you're gonna click on one of her videos if it's like in your recommended. Um, and just it's it it, it truly is sad. Like there's so many, so many like implications that it creates. Um, obviously whenever there's like a big YouTuber, uh it kind of creates like a wave on YouTube and you see other people follow. For example, like the classic example of the Mr. Beastification of YouTube, um, how there's just so many Mr. Beast clones now. And it's like not even necessarily his fault, but there's just, you know, something that, the, the tale is old as fucking time. Something works, everyone follows. The cavemen, the motherfucker figured out fire and he was cooking his like dinosaur meat um, and then all the other cavemen were like, Ooh. 
and then they like figured it out and they started cooking with fire too. Like same fucking thing. Um, and with SS Sniper Wolf, I fear that it's going to be the same thing. I fear that, uh, I mean, like I said, reaction shit has been around forever, but like how what, would there be less reaction content if there wasn't a channel with 32 million subscribers that solely did that and somehow had millions of dollars? I think it, there would be a little bit less. I think she's very much like a figurehead of the content stealing community. Um, and it's all very disappointing. And, like, seeing how she, like, refuses to take accountability for it is also very upsetting. And it's, like, realistically, what the fuck would she say? Like, would she be like, like, I know that's what Jax Films is, like, making all these, like, kind of expose videos for. But what the fuck is she going to say? Like, yeah, I have no qualities. My content sucks. Uh... But I got a bajillion dollars. Like, that's probably not going to happen. And I don't think there's any kind of satisfying conclusion that can be reached with SS Sniper Wolf. Other than maybe her apologizing for fucking, like, literally doxing someone, literally showing up to their house. That's fucking crazy. But um, what was really interesting is her justification, like, her moral gymnastics that she did to justify showing up to this man's house and fucking posting on Instagram.com to her millions of followers was that he was, like, quote-unquote harassing her by, like, posting all these videos, parodying her and making fun of her. Um, I can see how if you're, like, feeling like you're backed into a corner, like, let's put ourselves, let's play the devil's advocate, let's put ourselves in her boots, her probably $6,000 Louis Vuitton boots. Um you're probably going to think you're getting harassed because you're maybe she's finally having some self-awareness. Maybe she like genuinely is not self-aware that like the content that she's making is butthole crumbs, like actual butthole crumbs being like dusted upon this website. Maybe she doesn't know. And she's like finally coming to terms with like, holy fuck, I actually like offer nothing to society with my content. Um, and once again, just to drive this point home, this is all a critique on her content. I don't know what the fuck she's like in person. She could be volunteering at the food bank every day. Doesn't change this though. No, it doesn't. Um, but I feel like maybe she just was backed into a corner and thought like, fuck, like, ah, uh, I was getting harassed. So, you know what? Mm, that's why I showed up to your house and posted it online. And when you have, um, when you're someone like Sniper Wolf, who I'm not saying has dedicated fans, but has fucking crazies, if you have 30 million subscribers, you're going to have fucking crazies that will follow your every move, um, and, like, are, like, like, homing devices, you can just, like, sick on people. That's a very dangerous and irresponsible thing to just post someone's address. By posting someone's address, you are inherently trusting the 30 million people that follow you, that not one of them will do something drastic. And that is just a fucking, that's a one in 32 million gamble that you're a fucking player. Or did I say that? I don't fucking know. But like, yeah, you're trusting 32 million people that they won't show up to that house, that they won't send death threats or a bomb or anthrax. Like that's fucking crazy to do. That's like genuinely crazy. And, you know, you kind of, you kind of like, accept a little bit you you take on some of that risk when you like start doing social media and like being like a public person i guess but 
to inflict that on someone else is fucking crazy. Um, I am hoping for the downfall of SS Sniper Wolf's channel sometime very soon. Um, I don't know if she'll get deplatformed. It's above my fucking pay grade to figure that out. Uh, but it'd be nice to see. Or at least an apology. Or even... Like, a good, just a good video. I'd love to see SS Sniper Wolf just pick up that fucking controller again and get 100 kills in COD. I'd love to see her uh, do a mukbang. Like, we're at the fucking Z tier of content. Let's bump it up to a, a G. Maybe an F. Let's see what we can do with that. With that all being said, uh, let's read this week's drama. Um, if you want me to read your drama on the Drama Mama podcast... <laughs> Just comment it down below on the YouTube video version of this podcast. Please keep it a sentence, okay? I'm not your therapist, okay? The clock's not running, honey. <laughs> um, this one is from uh, at Habiba Abdelrezek5352. I'm so sorry if I butchered your name. Hey, Ben. So my drama is I have extremely bad attachment issues. Last year, I got attached to my math teacher, and he was the nicest and funniest guy ever. I've always appreciated what he's done for me and everyone else. So when I told my friends about my attachment, they made me feel weird and made me made fun of me for it. He left to another school and I became depressed for months. What do I do to get over my attachment issues? This is a really like interesting, unique one. I I I don't have like the most I don't think I've had attachment issues other than like with my dogs. Like I think the day my dog dies, I'll either kill myself or literally disappear for three years into the woods um so tune in to find out when that happens because she's 13 years old and frail but um i i don't know the whole like uh situation i think i've had so many teachers in the past that i like really enjoyed and like actually like made school not hell on earth and like made me like excited to come to school and i think you can have like a very normal and like natural um, like friendship with a teacher and almost like mentorship. Um, a lot of them kind of act like that or like almost even like parental figures sometimes if things aren't like too good at home. You can like literally have like your mentor be a teacher. Um, but that, that, so assuming that that's like the case, uh, I, I'm sorry that your friends are like making you feel weird about it and like, like making fun of you. Like that's not fair. Um, sorry that they have fucking no one to turn to when they have problems. You and your math teacher? Tight. But I'm sorry that he left, or they left. Um, that does really suck. Uh, I remember I had this, oh my fucking god, I, in like grade one, we had this demon of a fucking teacher, but then she got pregnant, and so we got this like, uh, substitute teacher to like fill in for the rest of the semester, and then, um, I had to have her again as a teacher the next year, and she came back after giving fucking birth, and she was back, and she was, uh, like a demon again. <laughs> and the good teacher, the the um substitute teacher that we love, fucking left and never saw them again, and it was so sad. But um, I hope that you find um that you enjoy the presence of some other teachers, uh, and I'm sorry that. You won't be able to see that one again. That does kind of suck. It is a weird kind of, um, it's not weird, but a strange situation where, like, it's a teacher. So, obviously, like, it's their job, and then they have to go places, and you never see them again. But, alas, wishing the best for you. And wishing the best for all of you mamas. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I love you very much. I appreciate you so much. 
and I'll see you next Wednesday. Bye! Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for season three of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for season three of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.